This is episode 18, NFL Checkup. Good afternoon. Welcome to Flying in Sports. Where we fly around nationwide, talk about what's going on in the sports world. We're your hosts, Joey Polizzi. And Costas Cucunadas. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Flying in Sports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 18th episode. In this episode, we talk about the NFL season so far. Are the Arizona Cardinals true contenders? Is it time to panic for the Dallas Cowboys? We also previewed a Thursday night matchup between the Buccaneers and Bears. All this and a whole lot more on this week's episode. All right, Costas. So four weeks into the NFL season, who is one surprising team that has really shocked you so far that has a great record to start the season? Well, I'm going to have to go with the Browns on this one. The Browns have really surprised me. I mean, it. I mean, not in terms of uh, I mean, we've said before in the previews, I've said especially, I was like, this team needs to do good now before they break up this roster. But, you know, over the last couple of years, they haven't been able to, uh, you know, exceed at that level. And, you know, now they're beating teams like the Dallas Cowboys, which everyone thought at the beginning of the year would do great. And, you know, this team's just a very good team right now. Yeah, I mean, after their, their week one against the Baltimore Ravens, only scoring six points in that game. They bounced back nicely, 35 points against the Bengals, 34 against the Washington football team, and 49 last week against the Dallas Cowboys. And as you mentioned, this offense, they have some star power, Odell, Jarvis Landry. It's going to hurt them, though, with Nick Chubb now being out for six weeks with a sprained MCL. But they do got the former rushing title winner, Kareem Hunt, on their roster. So I also like this Browns team. I mentioned in an earlier episode that the Browns will be the seventh seed going into the playoffs. So... This Browns team has really been off to a nice start. And, you know, they have a tough matchup this week, as we'll get to later for the Week 5 preview. But the Colts, and they go at Pittsburgh. Tough matchup. But so far, 3-1 start. And second in the division, a really nice so far for the Browns. My surprising team, the Los Angeles Rams. I got to admit, coming into the season, I was not high on the Rams at all. But they're going to be last in their division. Struggled to get some wins. 7-8 wins for the season. They really play good. They have they play good football. Sean McVay is doing a great job with Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown in the backfield. But, you know, the teams they beat, you know, Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles, you know, that sucky NFC East. But, you know, the Cowboys and Eagles, they are a good team when they play at their best. So the Rams did beat them, and then they came back, but they lost against the Bills. But and this Rams team really looking nice to start the season. What do you like about this Rams team so far in 2020, Kostas? Well, you know what? I'm I'm liking this uh this Jared Goff we're seeing. You know, he's somewhat consistent, and you know I am liking Cooper Cup and Robert Woods this year a lot too. And like you said, Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson are doing their job. Yeah, Jared Goff. I gotta admit, he's he's really playing good this year. He's looking like his former his former self when they went to the Super Bowl that year. But they're really playing good ball, and I really like this team this year. I know I was low on them. But I really think this team could put together a division title. It's going to be tough with Seattle and Arizona and even San Fran. But this team, if they play like they keep playing, this team could make a deep run in the playoffs as we once saw when we went to the Super Bowl. But now let's move on. Move on to the disappointing teams, man. Starting off 0-4, 1-3, not a great start for some teams. But, you know, you could still make the playoffs, still could make a run for that playoff and make a run for the title. But not likely to make the playoffs starting one and three and one and four. So Kostas, most disappointing team so far in 2020. Well, in my opinion, 
it's definitely got to be either the Falcons or the 49ers. And I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one, my team. Just because, you know, after that loss yesterday to the Eagles, you know, especially the Eagles team that's been struggling. We have a Carson Wentz that was struggling. The 49ers, you know, they still have pieces around them besides those who have been injured. I mean, George Kittle had a great game yesterday. But, you know, this just shows that the 49ers are weak in some points. And, you know, they're not what they once were, I guess. And, you know, this has been pretty disappointing for me, especially this season. And I hope that all these injuries that, you know, have come up for them, you know, get resolved as soon as possible. I mean, 2-2 two and two is an okay record to start the season. They've had injury problems. Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas out for the year. Richard Sherman on IR. Their starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, hasn't played the last two weeks. Raheem Moster hasn't played. George Kittle missed two games. Their injuries are really affecting their team. But like I said, coming into the season, 9-7 and seven is what I predicted them to go this year. You know, we just saw when they were all healthy week one, they came out and the Arizona Cardinals stomped on them and beat them. So I don't like this 49ers team. Would I call them a disappointment so far? No, I wouldn't because they are 2-2 two and two and they've had injuries. Nick Mullins is our quarterback, and he got benched last night, as we saw. But this 49ers team, you know, they got the great coaching, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo. If he can prove, they got the great running game. Brendan Ayuk, who broke out for a 38-yard run last night. I think the 49ers team, if they just play their game, their defense, they'll be fine. But I'm not high in this 49ers team this year, as I mentioned in previous episodes. But you win with your team. I'm going to have to go with my team, the Dallas Cowboys. Man. They, they should be 0-4, right? They should be 0-4, man. Yeah, they, they really should. should. If it wasn't for the Falcons always blowing leads, but yeah, but um, you, they should be 0-4. Yeah, if, if you just look at they lost to the Rams, Seahawks, Browns. In the last three games, they've given up 39 points, 38 points, and 49 points. They're on record right now to break the record previously held by the Baltimore Colts in 1981 to – give up the most points in a season, they're going to shatter that record if it's still on this pace. Right now they give up 36.5 points per game. They just need something to do. They just need to do something different on defense. They really do. And they actually now you're the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, your former head coach and Sam Fran, Mike Nolan, but he doesn't seem like he's the answer there. They got to do something different. Do you think that, that they should go out and get Earl Thomas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they need Earl Thomas at this point. They just need something different at this point. Um, I also wouldn't say it's just defense, though. I mean, the offense, you know, you know, Dak's playing pretty good. He is playing pretty good. All right, I'll give him that. He's throwing the ball pretty damn well. And then we have Zeke. I don't think Zeke is having that good of a season. Dude, I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys. They're not giving Zeke the ball. I don't understand. I just don't. Like, he is the vocal point of that offense, and they're not giving him the ball. I, I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense. I, I, it's because of Mike McCarthy. He loves quarterback play. He loves to give the quarterback all the opportunities. Zeke, 14 carries last game. And, you know, it was close in that game to start. The Cowboys took the lead, and they didn't give Zeke the ball. I don't understand. I don't know. And, you know, Zeke, usually him getting 20 touches in a game, I believe they're 11 and five in the past three years if he gets 20 carries, and they're like 26 and five in the last four years if Zeke or 26 and like eight if Zeke has 100 yards rushing. So I don't know why they're not giving Zeke the ball, but do you think that they need to give Zeke the ball more? 
Of course, of yeah. course. Just for the records you even said, but Reeks, or Zeke's just the beast. You know, you feed him the ball, he's going to do something for you. Yeah. And, sure. you know, this, this was, you know, this, this is Zeke Elliott we're talking about, and he needs the ball, and Dallas needs to figure out something different, both on offense and on defense. Yeah, it's, I think they're really defense, because I think they're playing from behind a lot, so that's why Dak Prescott has to throw more. But just listen to these stats – these records that Dak Prescott is on pace to break this year, through through the first four through the first four games in the season, he is averaging 422.5 passing yards, including three consecutive 450-plus passing yard performances. He is currently on pace to shatter the passing yard record in a season previously held by Peyton Manning, who only had 5,477 yards. And I only say only because Prescott is now on pace to finish the season with 6,000. 760 passing yards so that's just he would shatter it by 1,300 yards that's just I don't see him keeping this up but you never know if the Cowboys keep playing from behind Dak's gonna have to throw he also has seven games with 400 plus passing yards which is the most in the NFL since 2016 and he also just passed Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner for most pass yards in the first four games of the season he has 1,690 passing yards. So, yeah, this Cowboys team, man, they need to do something different. But now let me ask yeah, you a I question. Mean, oh, yeah, What's go ahead. No, you can go. Oh, I was just going to say that, yeah, I mean, passing the ball, they're, you know, outstanding. Amari and CD had quite the games yesterday. Yeah, and they have Michael Gallup, who was quiet yesterday, but he had a monster, in, a monster game in week three. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But now that's on to my next point. So, oftentimes we see teams 1-3, and 0-4. You know, they put a great end to their season. They make the playoffs. So, if any team in the NFL right now, 0-4, 1-3, do you think can make a shot at the playoffs this year? Of, of course. And, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick here in Dallas. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, their division's garbage. and It's garbage, and the Cowboys have the pieces to be a playoff team. They just got to figure out a different formula on defense, obviously, and uh, start feeding Zeke the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just difficult for defenses to give up 36 and a half points per game. That's just it's just doesn't sit right with the team and they need to do something different. But for my team, you know, a team that's 0-4, you know, you don't usually see a team 0-4 trying to make a playoff run and anything. But the Houston Texans, both Texas teams here today. But you just look at their schedule to start the season. You got the Ravens, you got the Chiefs, you got the Steelers. They're nine and one combined on the year. I know they lost to the Vikings. The Vikings are a good team. Don't get me wrong, but you know, coming up they got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Must win game. They can beat the Titans. They've shown it in the past, you know. Then they have a couple games, Packers and Jags again. They need to start putting wins together. If Bill O'Brien gets his team three and four. They on a hot streak, three-game win streak. This team could make a run for it, and you know. But if they fall to 0-5, 0-6, I think Bill O'Brien will be on the hot seat here. It looks like Deshaun Watson is lost out there with DeAndre Hopkins. I, Brandon Cooks is not contributing anything, and it's very difficult to see Deshaun Watson struggle, man. It really is. Yep, I agree. Yeah, it's difficult. But now that brings me to my next point. The Arizona Cardinals, a two-game win streak at the beginning of the year, beat the 49ers and the Washington football team. They recently fell their last two games, Carolina Panthers recently in week four, you know, and they lost to the Lions, two teams that, you know, they should have beat. They really should be 4-0 here today. But 
They didn't. So are the Arizona Cardinals true contenders? Can they compete with some of the best? Well, in certain, and you know, in like you said, the first two games, they looked great. Now, the last two games, you know, they were doing some, you know, they had some mistakes and, you know, they just didn't look as sharp. It, it's tough to say as of right now, but right now I'm going to go with no, not yet. Yeah, it's it's difficult because, you know, they got the pieces. They got Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins, you know. It's just the defense is really bad. They're really bad. They get up 26 to the Lions and 31 points to the Carolina Panthers. Just can't do that. And I think a major success they had last season was getting the ball to Kenyon Drake in the passing game. He had yep. zero targets in week four, and he only has five catches all year long. That just can't happen. Kenyon Drake is great in the open field, and they really haven't got him going at all. He only has 219 rushing yards this year and one rushing touchdown. So I think they really need to get him going. And, you know, Kyler Murray's great. We know that he can run the ball. DeAndre Hopkins has been phenomenal. For the, care, for the Arizona Cardinals. We didn't even think he was going to be that good with Murray, but he has. And I'm going to say this team is a true contender because they have the pieces on offense. I think they can score points. They can – we saw it against the 49ers, that great defense. They went in and they beat the Niners in week one. I'm going to say these guys are true contenders. I think they do have their struggles along the year, but I think they have a shot to make the playoffs this year and, you know, have a little run. It's just at that defense. You know, they missed Buda Baker last week. He was out with an injury, but – when he's back and healthy, Patrick Peterson and Buda Baker is dangerous on the defensive end. So I think the Cardinals could be contenders. Now let's move over. Preview the Thursday night game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. Tom Brady's coming off a five-touchdown performance, and Foles, in his first start in Chicago, struggled. 249 passing yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Who do you got in this game, Bucks or Bears? with Bucks, man. You know, the Bucks are looking really good. And, you know, after that amazing, you know, traditional comeback from uh, Tom Brady uh, against the Chargers, uh, man, yeah, the, the Bears don't stand a chance. They're on fire right now. Yeah, I mean, I do have some problems with the Bucks. You know, they really, really looked bad in the first half. They were down 24-7. And then the fumble late in the second half, only 30 seconds left, I believe. Joshua Kelly fumbled the ball, and that's the whole turning point in the game there. But, you know, I'm not a big Bears fan, really not. I think Nick Foles at home. I think he comes out here, and I think the Bears take this victory from the box. I really do. I, I know I they struggled so, last man. week. I know they struggled last week, man. I know. Colts defense is a very good defense. I think the Bears need to get the, I need, they need to get the ground game going because they only had 28 rushing yards last week. I like the Bears in this game. I think their defense really steps up, and I think they give problems for Tom Brady with Keem Hicks. I think they give him Khalil Mack. Although Khalil Mack hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been productive. Kind of quiet. Right? He hasn't been productive. Yep, he's been very quiet, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I think this could be a breakout game for Khalil Mack here. I don't know. I I like the Bears here. I I just think they got to get the ground going. I think they need to control the game and give – Nick Foles, the time in the pocket that he deserves, because when Nick Foles is in the pocket, no collapse, Nick Foles will find Allen Robinson, will find Jimmy Graham and Anthony Miller. I like the Bears in this game. Both predictions of the week right there. 
But now let's look at some other matchups. So looking at the week five schedule, week five matchups, what are some games that you're circling on your calendar that you're excited to watch? Well, me personally, I definitely want to see uh, what this Browns and Colts game, you know, the Colts are looking, the Colts are looking, you know, they're looking good. And, you know, whatever we said at the beginning of the season about the Colts, you know, they're proving us wrong. And, you know, the Browns as well. And this is going to be a good game. Yeah, you, both teams are three and one. You know, I personally didn't think that Nick Foles was – not Nick Foles, that Phillip Rivers was going to be anything special. But Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line, man, it's been great for Phillip Rivers to have his time in the pocket. I think this can be a very interesting game. The winner goes to four and one. However, the Cleveland Browns are going to struggle on the ground. We saw it with Chicago last week. They couldn't get – anything going on the ground. That Colts defense is really, really good with your DeForest Bunkner. You remember him on the Niners, man? No, uh, of course I do. He's he's a great defensive tackle. And I think they're not going to get much going, the Browns, in this game. I know we've seen 30-plus points in every game the past three weeks for them, but I think the Colts really, really, really move the ball well against a poor Cleveland defense. And I actually like the Colts in this game, really. Start their season 4-1. and one looking to win that division title. Who do you got in this game? Well, yeah, the, I, I was going to go with the Colts, but, you know, thinking about it, man, this Browns offense has kind of been on fire. And, you know, I hope to see Odell have another great game. And, you know, even Baker, you know, Baker's kind of been, you know, showing off a little bit. So, you know, I'm excited for the Browns offense in this one. I think they could overtake the Colts on this one. Is the loss of Nick Chubb going to hurt this Browns team, you think? Well, it wouldn't really matter in this game because the Colts have such a good run defense. So, you know, obviously going to be looking to uh, to pass the ball more. But I think in the long run, of course. But you still got Kareem Hunt. So, you know, I think they're they're going to be a fine. Yeah, I'm. you know, they're a run-heavy team, though. So I think Nick Chubb, who averaged over six yards per carry this season, it's going to hurt him a little bit. But we'll see what Kareem Hunt can do in his filling in his shoes, man. We'll see. Another game I've circled on this calendar is Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Both teams who are undefeated come into this matchup. Excuse me. You know the Bills. They've, they've really played some good football. They beat the Raiders last week. Tennessee coming off a bye with their COVID-19 breakout. They will not have Adam Humphreys in this game, their slot receiver, due to COVID. He contracted COVID-19. So this is a really good game, and one of these teams is going to not be undefeated anymore. Who do you got in this game, and what match are you looking for in this game? I like the Bills. I like the Bills. Josh Allen's on fire, and the Bills' defense is good. So I'm going to have to go with the Bills on this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Buffalo does have a pretty solid run defense. We saw what they did to Josh Jacobs last week. He didn't get anything going. You know, Derrick Henry, you know, we'll see what he can do. But I think this team, the Tennessee Titans, relies on Derrick Henry. If Derrick Henry does not have a good rushing day, I think the Tennessee Titans will be in trouble. Down back, but, you know, Tredavious White's going to be on him, and it's going to be tough for the Titans to get anything going. I'm leaning towards the Bills in this matchup. Now we'll fast forward to the Sunday night game, a very good game. I think Minnesota Vikings, who struggled to start the season, but they had a huge win against the Houston Texans in Week 4. And they traveled to Seattle to take on the red-hot Seahawks and MVP-leading candidate Russell Wilson. 
Is there any shot the Minnesota Vikings beat the Seahawks in this game? Well, you know, the Vikings have looked pretty decent lately, and um, but no, I don't think so, man. Russell's on a roll right now. He's being himself. He's being consistent, uh, and, you know, he's got a lot of firepower, and, you know, his receivers look good. Defense looks good. Uh, the Seahawks uh, will take this one. Yeah, it's, it's Russell Wilson's on a whole new level. He tied Peyton Manning this week or last week in week four for the most passing yards, 16 in the span of four games. Peyton Manning win, went on to win the MVP in that season. So Russell Wilson is just on a whole another level this year. They got Tyler Lockett. They got DK Metcalf. They're going to take full advantage of Minnesota's four cornerbacks. And I think Minnesota does struggle in this game because Russell Wilson is just going to tear him apart, passing for almost 400 yards in this game. So I really like this game. And last game, we're going to go to the Monday night game here. The L.A. Chargers, who are 1-3 and three against the New Orleans Saints, who are 2-2. Two and two. Michael Thomas should be back for this game. Is there any chance that the Chargers upset the Saints here with Michael Thomas now back? Well, first of all, before I say anything, I just want to say that Justin Herbert has been looking great out there on the field. And the Chargers are surprising me more and more every week. Uh, you know, besides their stupid mistakes they make on the field, you know, they, they look like a good team. And, you know, the Saints have been struggling. I don't know if it's because, you know, they haven't had Michael Thomas or I don't know what's going on. But, you know, this could be anyone's game. And I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. Yeah, back to your uh, Saints. Drew Brees just doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't look good, comfortable back there. I don't know. He's getting up there in age. So, but I'm not ready to put him saying he's done his career. I think the Saints still have a great shot at winning the Super Bowl this year. They just got to put it together. Michael Thomas will probably be back for this game. So, I'm going Saints here too. But, man, the Chargers, they're an interesting story this year. Justin Herbert, week two, they only lost the Chiefs by three. They actually should have won that game. It was just I maybe some bad coaching by Anthony Lynn in that game, but they should have won week three. You know, they didn't have a great game. Justin Herbert, he was at that game, but they only lost by five Panthers team, Teddy Bridgewater. And then last week, man, they blew that 24 to seven lead with 30 seconds left in the, until half. But, you know, I wouldn't, they almost beat a Buccaneers team at Tampa Bay too. No, there's no fans, but still this LA Chargers team, they can win. They can beat anyone they want. It's just difficult because I think Michael Thomas is going to have a huge game. And unfortunately, I have to go Saints here in this game. But the Chargers, maybe they're not be good this year. But watch out for them next year. You know, they don't have Austin Eckler now. He's out four to six weeks with that hamstring injury. But this team, in a couple of years, Justin Herbert looks like a great quarterback. And I think he has the pieces around him to be a great quarterback, a Pro Bowl quarterback in the future. So we'll see. But I got Saints in this one. So this will end our 18th episode here today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at sports underscore podcast. Check back next week where we continue to talk about the sports world. We're flying in sports and we'll catch you on the next flight.